Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A Living History Production. Hi, and welcome to Peter Hart's Military History Podcast. Well, that went a lot better than the last one. It certainly was. I feel that this is going to be... A more professional show so do today. I. This uh, is day six, day six of the Peter Hart tour of Gallipoli. It's fabulous. We're having a great time, but there's a tinge of sadness too, Gary. Well, we've got four people, I believe it is, leaving us tomorrow morning. Lovely Val. Lovely Val. Lovely Viv. One Love. of whom should change their name. So Lovely, yeah, it does make it difficult to remember them. Lovely Viv. Lovely Lucy. Lovely Lucy and Jerry. Lovely Jerry. As all, in Geraldine. All lovely. All lovely. We will miss them terribly. Yeah. We will never forget them. No, right now, let's move on. Forget them. <laughs> um, so, today. Today. Souvla. So, we started bright and early on the coach for <laughs> the 10 to 9. Depressingly long journey because uh, because of the roadworks. So, we had to oh, go all yeah. the way around via uh, uh, but, <laughs> somewhere. Istanbul. No, not quite. But it seemed as if we were going via Istanbul. We had to go the long way round to Suvla. And where did we start, Gary? Where did we start? Well, we started at the 1915 well. Which is an old favourite. It is. Um, Can you explain what it is? Well. And it, how it works? It works, or it appears to work, by me pushing a, uh, a, a, a stick, part of a tree, whilst you whip me. Uh, which shows the uh, the mechanism for lifting water from yeah, the well I've, into I've, two troughs. I thought it was an effective method of showing how it worked, and it did seem to work. It did seem to work. It worked quite well. Now, whether or not you know it's uh, the original mechanism from 15 or whether it's from 19 is debatable, but it is a 100-year-old well. It is. And uh, the troughs that it puts the water oh, into... Ah, now Roger came into his own there, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he pointed out that they were... I, I don't know what the plural is. The first one was a sarcophagus. I don't know what the second one was. A sarcophagi. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, that's the sort of joke we've been having all day, playmates. But, uh, <laughs> hey, mate, Arthur Askey in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did Arthur Askey come from? Hello, playmates. Uh-huh. But he, he pointed out the inscription on the side of the sarcophagi. Busy, busy bee. Busy, busy bee. And we were joined by about five really fierce I'd forgotten dogs. about that. And one of them had that one of those sort of necks with big spikes out. Yeah, it's, it's like it was like a cartoon dog character, wasn't it? From, from the Vino or something. That huge spiky dog character. I like doggies. But as I stepped back, I, I, I found someone cowering behind me. That was me. 
I didn't trust the look. I mean, I, I know Fred's intentions when he looks at people in a particular way. And one what of are those, those intentions? Well, one of those dogs was definitely looking at, well, Viv, I think, primarily, thinking, can I be bothered to get out of this shade and go and eat her? I might do, is what he was saying. It was quite exciting for a moment, but they actually turned into be a, a right bunch of pussy cats in that sense. They were they were nice doggies. They were nice. Doggies. I think the the one with the spikes around his neck was, I think, in charge. I think he was the alpha male. Uh, and uh, well, a bit like yourself in our group, Gary. Yeah, well, there's always one. There is always one. Um, and uh, yeah, you, it, it was quite exciting. It was good fun. And uh, as I say, Roger explained the fla- there was a thing to Flavia saying, "My husband's bu- buried here. If you." dig him up and, and play with his bones, we'll fine you. Was he still there? No. So somebody dug him up? Uh, and played with his bones. Yeah. Probably an archaeologist there, or swines as archaeologists. In fact, battlefield archaeologists are a particular bet noir of mine. Well, after that, we jumped back on the coach and we headed up uh, towards Suvla Bay uh, and uh, Lalababa. Big Lalababa. Big Lalababa. Now, on the way up, uh, John, who's with us at first, probably the third time, I think, is. Um, noticed uh, the farm was still there, to, up to the left slightly, uh, which had a very interesting cart there, yeah. uh, which had the wheels were certainly uh, Great War, uh, had the uh, the uh, War Department markings, I can't remember the WD. name. WD. The yeah. WD. Um, thank you. So when I said War Department, that was a clue. Really. That was a clue. And they've got a, a tri- they've got a symbol as well, but I can't remember what that is. Because yeah, I didn't go I and see that. I saw it last time. Somebody went with him just to, 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 to make sure he was all right. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And we carried on up the hill, and at the top of Lullaby, you get a great view, don't you, across the uh, the, the now wet Salt Lake, which was dry then. And uh, we talked about the campaign and about how the objectives had been set as a as a coup de man to grab the hills round the plain, but they'd been watered down and watered down and watered. We discussed the leadership. We discussed how uh, they ended up with Stopford because of uh, the intransigence of uh, Hamilton in 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 what not having Mahan. Mahan. Yes, sorry, I've never been able to say that. And. Um, and we discussed lots and lots of things, which it would bore you, but you could read a jolly good book about it. Uh, I believe you recommend uh, uh, Richard Van Emden's Gallipoli book. Obs. Obs, yes. Your favourite. But, it, I mean, it was very good to talk about the command and control problems because they were pretty much self-inflicted. They were all avoidable. Um, you know, OK, he could object to, to Marne. That's perfectly reasonable. But he then suggested, rather, you know, bizarrely, that uh, he wanted probably... Uh, two, two of the best performing generals at that time on the Western Front. Well, yeah. that weren't going to happen. Bing and, Bing and Rawlinson, yeah. yeah, which was ridiculous. I mean, eventually they got Bing, but that's only because they'd screwed up so badly they eventually well, had, they had no choice didn't have him for long. And they didn't have him for long. Um, we discussed lots of things about that, and we discussed where they landed, looked across at uh, A Beach, where the Navy told them not to land, but they decided to land there, and they ran aground in, in, in the shoals. We had a look at that B and C. We talked about the, the Beatles. We talked about... This and that. We talked about everything. Um, and it was great. It was great. And I think people liked the view they got. And then we went uh, We went down from there and then walked across to Little Lalababa, which I think you noticed was smaller than Lalababa. Yeah, and I thought that there was a clue that it was going to be. It wasn't a surprise to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, it? it was, yeah. And what we do, did we do? Well, it's a bit of a cemetery visit, really, yeah, we, wasn't it? Well, we did visit the cemetery there, and, and we paid our respects. Uh, there was a, a couple of interesting uh, 
uh, graves there. There's uh, a brigadier general there. I've which, forgotten his name. Um, One of the mounted brigade ones. And, and you know, people talk about uh, generals commanding from, you know... Afar. Afar, in the rear. And uh, there was a brigadier general in yeah. that cemetery. Um from one of the mounted brigades. I, I, his name begins with Okia. Oh, okay. That's really terrible. I can't remember. Um, that's it. And so a couple of us climbed over the wall, and John and I was looking over where an airplane landed that Bernard de Broglio had uh, discovered uh, last time uh, uh, and put a then and now photograph that was fantastic. So we went and looked at that scene of that. And we found some interesting archaeology. This is where we lost Roger. Do you remember? Roger, Roger, well, what a, a hero. He went off for a if I could interrupt you, it's Brigadier Kenner. Kenner? P.A. Kenner. Brigadier General. Oh, P.A. Kenner. Oh, I'm sorry, I said Brigadier. Brigadier General. Yeah. Brigadier, yeah. Oh, well, there we go. All right. He was, uh, anyway, he was there. We, we had a look over the thing, and then we came back. We came back and got on the bus, and where do we go then? Oh, uh, the, the next thing was very special. We went along to... Uh, to the Asmak Dare, one of many Asmak Dares on that plane, or two anyway, and we walked along the thing, and this is where Lucy and Jerry had relatives involved, uh, one with the Dorsetshire Regiment and the other with the uh, Her- Herefordshire. I think he said Herefordshire. And what we did was uh, we followed uh, the track. He'd been involved in digging a trench and, and this, and, and, uh, and then going over the top into an attack. And both uh, Jerry's uh, relatives were killed. Yeah. And uh, Lucy's relative uh, survived. Survived the war. Um, and it was good to start. And we found the Highland uh, Barricade where it was, which was something I'd never done. I, there's always something new to see at Gallipoli. I was surprised by how big the Asmac Dare was, actually, and you could tell. And in my own uh, Gallipoli evacuation book, uh, it, 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 it's talked about because it fills the brim and then there's a torrent pours down. It sweeps everything away. It's very exciting, uh, very well, very terrible. Well, you can also see how that can happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was about 10 foot deep, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and then we walked across the field following in the tracks where they'd attacked towards the Hetman Chair, uh, which is basically, it's a field. Hetman Chair is fundamentally a field. And we tracked the course of the, uh, of the Turkish line, which we could see was this side of the road. I'd always thought it was just slightly the other side, but we've got better maps this time. Uh, and uh, that was it. That was interesting. Then onto the bus again. Uh, and where did we go then? Oh, we went to Chocolate Hill, didn't we? We did. Uh, and there we looked at the diff. It's green from afar, but when you get there, it's, it's this funny brownie colour, isn't it? What did it remind you of, uh, Gary? Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> And we discussed the rest of the landing. We discussed that kind of thing. We discussed the uh, the second mounted, dismounted division coming across. And then we had an excellent contribution from uh, young Warren. Warren Warren Smith. He's been he's been great, hasn't he? He has been great. There's been a touch of jealousy from you, actually. Been a lot of jealousy from me. You keep picking him. I don't know why you keep picking him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and he, he was talking about, uh, he had s- several letters from uh, members yeah, he, of the he, Warwickshire Yeomanry. He, he works um, for the museum, and the museum will be reopening uh, when COVID's over, and we urge you all to visit that museum. Yeah, he volunteers there. Yes. And uh, you should try and visit uh, the Warwickshire Yeomanry Museum, uh, which is in Leamington Spa, I think, but it might be in Warwick. Well, they're very close, isn't it? Makes nothing between them. Oh, I have no idea. I come from London. It's all north. Very much so for you, yeah. Uh, and he, uh, the letters were interesting. Uh, they, they really were interesting letters. And one of them had all the distances wrong. Do you remember? And nickety, flickety, nickety, somebody had to point that well, out. Well, this is the point about oral history. And you make this point often. 
you know, he he described the distances as miles. So I think he said they, they three and a half. He said it was across, across the Salt Lake, and it's manifestly <laughs> not. Well, particularly when you can turn around and look at it. Uh, but you know, they they were yeomanry, so they left their horses back in Egypt. They landed. They're not used to or trained to fight. Must have been hell because it was it was dry that salt lake, but it was basically salty sandy stuff. Yeah, it'd be like crossing a beach. Yeah, um, for, for a and best... it'll feel long. Yeah, it'll have been what. A mile at most. But it would have felt like a long yeah. way. And the point is, and then some of the other description was interesting, what they did. Well, they talked about heavy shrapnel, um, and uh, it was more likely that it was light shrapnel, but probably right amongst them. And it, it, it was bad to them. They'd never yeah. experienced the like of it. And that's another thing. It's difficult to quantify things when you've never experienced them before, and you're basically scared out of your life and uh, just trying to get out of the way. Uh, so that was good. That was a great contribution by Warren, and we enjoyed that. And then we had lunch, and then we went to look at uh, Green Hill Cemetery, uh, which is a, a quite a beautiful cemetery. Uh, I quite like Green Hill Cemetery, and uh, we walked in and paid our respects. Uh, there's a lot of people in there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot. So of over 2,000. And uh, again, uh, Warren found some of their, 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 their graves, the Warwickshire Yeoman, and that was good for him. And we talked about uh, David Niven's father, which always echoes for me because I remember reading Moon as a Bloon as a child. Well, a child, uh, as a young chap. It was such a big hit, that book, in the 70s, before your time, Gary. Yeah. Uh, you'd have been in nappies, I expect. Well, yeah. you're in nappies now, but that's for a different reason. But it was good. You, you've also got Lord Longford in that cemetery. Um, and we we did the uh, discussion about the conditions at, at uh, Gallipoli. Much now. the same as we did it on the yeah, uh, it was much the same. But uh, podcast uh, people, I think some of the people listening were a bit uh, shocked and surprised at, at how people were having to live in in that campaign. Um, you made a very good point about how people were rotated in the uh, trenches on the Western Front. Uh, and of course, they could go back and, and go to Estimenes and have a, a drink and a wine and a sing and a song. Well, you can't do that here. Um, uh, and you made the very, very good point that you're never, ever out of danger here, with the possible exception of one or two places. Uh, you can be hit by artillery down on the beaches, you know, uh, in the supply lines. Doesn't matter where you. Very are. stressful for month after month. Even well, if you only land in August, you still got four that's months. That's a very good point. The, we we did talk about how not all scars are physical. We did. It was at one point a strap line for my tour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know our battlefield tours. <laughs> not all scars are physical. Oh dear, how we enjoyed it uh, ourselves. But. Um, we talked, and uh, I did my famous impression of a buzzy fly, and I believe that's going to... Uh, Somebody's got some film of that, and they, they've managed to manipulate it so you look even more foolish, Yeah, which well, I didn't believe was possible. Well, it's just a bit of... I mean, sometimes you have to you have to try and explain things, and the best... To explain a fly going from uh, the, the, the latrines to corpses to, to your bully beef or cup of tea... Uh, it's a horrible subject, especially we had the reading of, of Murray, of his friend dying in the latrine. Mm. And uh, I, I, yeah, I know it's, uh, people think, uh, why is he laughing at things? I'm not laughing at things. I'm, I'm just trying to point out what it was like in a manner that doesn't depress us all out of our minds. No, and also, if you thought about these things too seriously, you would never look into these things because they're horrific, frankly. Um, you know, <laughs> 
dysentery is not just being unwell. And we did discuss James, who had been afflicted slightly by Bain's disease. He's, he's now known. He, well, I believe it's now known as the uh, Thompson Trots. Thompson Trots. Yeah. Yes, excellent. But, but he made it at, at all times. He maintained his dignity, although he did say he was confident because he tucked his trousers into his socks. Yeah, which uh, I think is a northern trait. I think it must be. <laughs> where do we go from there? Uh, um, there. Oh, well, I remember where we went from there. Well, we, could you tell us? We we went to uh, well, we 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 decided we, we were slightly juggling. We were running things. very late by this stage. Well, yeah, because we'd added two things. Yeah, no, we, and we didn't right, exactly we did. drop anything off. We missed off Kirishtab because it, it was, was too the hot. swimming, to be honest. We missed and we missed off the swimming because they can swim here at uh, the Kamatel. So where we went next was uh, to see that uh, that uh, sunken lighter. Uh, oh, the beetle. Off, off uh, the uh, the northern end of uh, West Beach, round about Kangaroo, Kangaroo, Kangaroo Beach, I think it is. Yeah, and uh, that that's always great. We always look at that and think, oh, look at that. And people like photographing it, and we got some very well, good drone footage of that's it. That's a good point. I um, I came, I think 2016 was the first time I came, I can't remember. But but it is, it is not really degraded very much. I, not, I can't see any changes in it, really. Yeah. It could, well, it's underwater, and I think it's protected. by. It's in shallow water, and I think it's protected, because mm. uh, you can't get the big wave, waves smashing against it. Uh, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. And then just to the right of it, there's this amazingly shaped rock formation, which seemed to entrance the Essex uh, WFA. Yeah. They played on it for hours. Yeah. Uh, then, I mean, it, it is, it's a bit difficult to get there at the moment, because they're doing a road. Because um, uh, I think there's some development going on in the area. I think the hotel is actually coming to the area. Um, so, yeah, not a great road, but we 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 got out, um, and I can't remember where we headed from there. Well, then we went to Hill Ten. Weird, because I've been asking where's Hill Ten all week, and now you know, and I forgot about it. So you couldn't really, you didn't really ask while you could see what it was. You asked when we were there. Yeah, um, um, the only time we could see it all day, I was standing behind a bush. <laughs> That's true. You were oh, anyway. Hill Ten Cemetery is where we. Uh, it's just it's a cemetery, and we paid our respects oh. to two things. Uh, one was uh, earlier when we were on Lala Barber, uh, One of our guests, uh, Paul. Uh, Paul Hildyard had done a most amazing voice and acting to uh, a quite emotive quote from Edmund Priestman of uh, the York and Lancasters, and uh, complete with uh, blood curdling cry, which he did, he performed absolutely brilliantly. But now that we saw his grave there, and that brings it home, you know, you have a bit of fun on a hill, you do a quote, you see what it's like, and then later on you see the poor chap's grave. And we also played two recordings. One was to cheer them up after the Joe Murray account of someone drowning in a latrine. And that was the wonderful, which uh, is part of our uh, our upcoming book, if Matt hasn't sacked us as a result of these these Gallipoli podcasts. And that's to be... Just edit them. He'll never know. He'll never know, that's right. Uh, and what's that book called? Well, the upcoming book. Yes. And then the pole broke. And this was a story of when that happened uh, mm. at Gallipoli, uh, at Dixon's Gully, to uh, to uh, uh, Captain Walton, who wrote the history of the First Fifth Suffolk. And uh, he describes it beautifully. And he was saying, oh, uh, we, sh- we shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> the poor fellows, they were all covered. But it was so funny. We had so little. <laughs> but nobody dr- died. Nobody I mean, died. They, they it fell was the, into it. It was the reverse of the... Yeah, nobody the, drowned in it. 
And then we played a tr- uh, something that actually made a couple of the party uh, almost cry or cry. And that was we played George Horridge, uh, Lieutenant George Horridge of the uh, Lan- uh, 5th uh, Lancashire Fusiliers from uh, Bury, uh, singing Homeland. Uh, and again, I think there's going to be a tape of that on the internet, placed there by uh, Alex Churchill of the mm. Great War Group. Uh, and I urge you to listen to it. It's, it's just... Uh, it's just an amazing performance by a 90-year-old man reflecting on the time when his men were on the deck of the troop ship going out to Gallipoli and singing Homeland. Yeah. And it, for us, it's it's quite emotional in a sense. You're there, you're looking at a cemetery, Hill 10 Cemetery. You're, you're thinking about those young chaps who were killed. And you're also remembering our, our servicemen who uh, have fought in campaigns during our lifetime. Yeah. And, and exactly the same. So, uh, well... It is an emotional song for a lot of people. It was uh, emotional for him while he was singing it. Yeah, he started crying at yeah, the end. But he I turned saw, it off. He turned it off as he did. Because I'm not, uh, I'm not a media person. Really. No. It was no, oral no. history. Not. So that was that, and then, uh, then Cimeter Hill. That after was, that. Oh, well, Cimeter Hill, and that that's uh, the view from there is not as it should be. But what we discussed was what a dominant position was, how the British accidentally gave it up, having captured it, to go and make an effort on Tekitepe, uh, which failed totally, but while they were doing it, the Turks took it back. And we discussed then the attacks of the uh, First Fourth Cheshires uh, and quoted uh, Ernest Hare, who I had pointed uh, an impression of, which was roundly... It was incredibly accurate. Poor. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, accurate, poor, often... Yeah. I was trying to be nice to you. You were. And that was uh, quite wonderful. Because uh, it, it, well, the were nice. wasn't. No, no, correct. But we had quotes re- read by Rob, uh, very well read, and uh, they, get, they gave quite... Well, Rob's a... made a big contribution all week. Rob yeah. Hill-Judd. Yeah. That's Paul Hilljard's son. Idiot son. Idiot son, yeah. Good-looking idiot son. Been yeah. walking around in a flat cap all week. Yes. Like a With a whippet. With a whippet, yeah. <laughs> He's northern. <laughs> Although I have tried to tell him that Manchester's in North Midlands, but... He won't accept. He that. won't accept that. Uh, so, uh, uh, that, so that was uh, that was uh, cemetery, and then a big treat for all of us, or well, for me anyway. We walked along, oh, at, at Cemetery Hill and W Hills, which is where we walked along to. The big point is how they dominate the plain all around them. Yeah, we, as you go up towards W Hills, there's plenty of opportunity to appreciate that because you can look across and you can see. Uh, Lalababa, the Salt Lake, uh, Hill 10, Chocolate Hill. And you, Did you see Hill 10? I saw Hill 10. It's very small. I saw Hill 10. And, but, but you can appreciate how much it dominates the whole area. And between it, the two hills, there's one on one side, there's a, a W hill. They're, sort of, they're probably part of the same hill, technically. I, I have no idea. But to the British Army, they're separate. Cimeter Hill on the right. On, on the north, uh, W Hills to the south, and between them they control the whole bloody area. Yep. And from there we looked with the Turk's eye view across Hetman's chair to where Jerry's uh, mm. ancestors were, were, were shot. Uh, well, I presume, I don't know what happened to them, they were killed anyway. And then we did something stupid, we went to the W of the W Hills, which is a rock formation, isn't it? Um, well, you passed the dragon's teeth on the way up. Oh, so, that so real the, dragon's uh, teeth. Uh, yeah, so we did a, a, a posed shot there, which uh, I will be selling for five quid a time. Um, you did look lovely on I that one. I did look lovely. Uh, but yes, then we went up to the, the, the middle of the W in the W Hills, um, which is a bit precarious. 
Yeah, um, I, uh, Roger went right to Roger went right to the end. Or, well, not quite. It went as far as I would have gone, and I went and stood next to him. He seemed confident and manly, and I seemed to be sort of. Uh, well, I, I stood. I went with, quiet. Uh, James Thompson and uh, we both hid behind uh, you. Frankly. Um, but it, it, some of the party didn't want to come down, and, and oh, that's we understandable. That. You never make anyone that's do anything they don't want to do because it, you know, it, it looks a bit daunting. Um, so we took the team photo there, but then because the whole group wasn't together, we descended back down to the bus, and then we went off to the uh, Anafata gun, gun battery. And uh, it's always a you know, which idiot is going to be the one that because we 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 shouldn't climb on guns, and children, you shouldn't do this at home. Either. If you find a gun, don't climb on it. But we did, and we all we climbed on the gun. And who went first? Some idiot. Was it you? Yes. And who was behind you? You. No, Paul. Paul, Paul Hilliard. Paul Hilliard. Uh, it was quite painful. Yeah. Paul, Paul Hilliard must have been doing yoga or something because he wasn't screaming as much as I was. <laughs> you were making quite a noise. And I fear I was making a fair bit. It does spread your legs. Lady listeners, avert your ears. Uh, as you go up the early bit, it's right, it pulls your legs rather further farther apart than you want them to be. Yes. Yes, it does. But we, we all got up there we and then we there. posed for the photograph. Yeah, a series of photographs. Series of photographs. Uh, with uh, about ten of us on the gun, and uh, a few of us, a few of us sat at the bottom. Hmm. Uh, uh, the others. And then I dismounted incredibly gracefully. Yeah, that, said disgracefully. That was uh, that was edited. That was a uh, nice video. Video. Thank you. My teeth have gone funny, uh, and uh, your knob's fallen off. Yeah, it has. got you. Your knob's fallen off. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that Nobs was aside. pretty much the end of the tour. We we simply went into um, the museum at oh, uh, big Biok Anafata, big Anafata, it was a big one. And I dropped off I with Anafata uh, and little Anafata mixed up. Yes, <laughs> I, I hope that yes had contempt in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to I. Uh, they went to the museum, and that, it's a lovely museum. I recommend it to everybody. It is, and I uh, got to see Jeff. Harrison's. Uh, Harrison's medals. There's uh, there was the two printouts that Jeff had given, uh, with the medals in the middle. Um, that was nice. It's a shame Jeff couldn't be here. It was, but I I, I messaged him, said that I'd seen them. He he responded. Was um, it, what sort of response was it? <laughs> I don't know. It was in Scottish. Oh, and uh, while they were doing this, I and Roger and James went to look at a couple of officers' graves in the, in the graveyard uh, from nineteen fifteen. Turkish graveyard. Turkish graveyard. That we we just like to keep a, a grip on the Turkish side of things as well because it's easily forgotten. That Belent had told us where they were, so we dropped off and went to them. And they're quite imposing. I'm going to put a couple of pictures of them up on the uh, on on the site uh, as well. They were killed in August. Uh, two Turkish officers, uh, and Belent said there was loads of Turkish graves from the campaign in there. But as Blant obviously had to go and negotiate things at the uh, thing, he couldn't be in two places at once. So we weren't quite sure what we were looking at over the rest of the yeah, graveyard. Yeah, we should make some time, actually, to, yeah. to go and visit that. Because uh, it was a big graveyard. Now, I don't think it's just for Anafata. Hmm. Yeah, we might have a bit of time on uh, on Tuesday. If we're we might. And then what happened? Oh, well, always a, a highlight of any day. What was that, Gary? Ice cream. I had a lovely ice cream. So did I. It was lovely. And a nice drink. Yes. And then back to the Hotel Come for an evening of gaiety. And sophistication. And sophistication. And saying goodbye. 
to friends. Yes, uh, that's always a little bit sad, but we've got a couple of extra days which we intend to spend wisely in exploring new and exciting things. Okay, chums, so that's it for today. Bye-bye. Cheers, Pete. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee forward slash PGMH or consider subscribing to the podcast for only £2 per month and get ad-free listening and bonus content. You can find links for both on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Sounds great, doesn't it?